I'm just going to be straight. Traditional publishing sucks. Except for my publisher. They're great. If you're watching, I love you guys. Um, but my, like, okay. Why are major publishing houses printing garbage nowadays? It's, it's so frustrating because you would go to the bookstore and you, you think you're picking up something that's going to be really interesting or at least well-written, and you start to read it, and you're like, why did I pay for this? Like, I, why? And, you know, I don't understand why I would go and I would pick up books at the store and I would read through them and I'd be like, my stuff is just as good as this, maybe a little bit better. There might be my pride talking there. I'm an okay writer. I'm nothing phenomenal or outside the box. But I, what really frustrates me is that I went to undergrad for creative, for, uh, got up my bachelor's degree in English with a minor in creative writing. And then I got a master's of fine arts in creative writing. And nothing that I learned in school is at all relevant to actually getting and being published. Um, like I was told that point of view is just the holy grail of publishing. And if you want to get published, you have to have a strong handle on point of view because if your point of view is all over the place, if they can't establish it, then you're just, you're never, you, they won't even get past the first page, never mind in through the first 10 pages. Well, that's clearly not true because I've picked up books over the last 10 years that are point of view all over the place and they got published just fine. Um, it's, it's like, why did, why did I take out all of those loans? Why did I take out all, why did I spend all of that time studying um, how to, to, to structure a plot and how to develop characters and how to create realistic dialogue without, you know, creating realistic dialogue? Because let's be fair, um, when you write dialogue, you don't write the way people speak unless you're writing Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But why did I do all of that? If Fifty Shades of Grey is going to become a bestseller, I, I could just write whatever I wanted and just get it published and throw in some sex and it'll be great, right? It's very frustrating. And you know what? More power to Yale James. She was able to write these books and she made a lot of money. I'm not being salty about that. If you can make it, make it. Own it. It's great. What bothers me is that we have all of these kids who are growing up wanting to be writers who are being told that this is how you become a writer, and it's just not relevant. I could have done so much better on my own about getting published than going to school and learning all of this stuff. Do I feel like I wasted my time going to school and learning all of this stuff? Not necessarily. I do think it made me a better writer in and of itself. Um, I really enjoyed my four years of undergrad. I don't really think that a master's of fine arts and creative writing is super necessary unless you want to go into teaching creative writing and you already have a publishing record that people are going to recognize. It's just it's really just kind of a waste of time otherwise, um, especially when you're a genre writer like I am. Um, I, I can't even tell you how many times I would turn in my manuscripts for class and they would be like, oh, it's another one of Cassie's. Um, and that means it's going to be fantasy or it's going to have dragons or it's going to have this, that, or the other thing. Well, theirs was fantasy too. Theirs just had more sex than mine. So I guess that makes it more arty. I don't know. I'm, I'm not bitter. Can you tell?
but ultimately what I noticed as I got deeper into the writing world is that a lot of it really is who you know and how you know people. Um, making those connections, uh, going out of your comfort zone, getting to know people who are in the, the, the zone that you want to be in. I sent in some stories to writers of the future, and I think I've gotten like three or four honorable mentions, which is good, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's it's nothing to like really write home about. But one of the really great things is that when you get an honorable mention, you also get an invitation to the Writers of the Future Gala. And most of them don't go because, again, it's not really anything to write home about. But I was determined that when I got this inv invitation, I was going to go. I'd never really done anything like that before where I just like went off on my own to a convention or a gala or whatever. Um, so I really didn't have... A solid understanding of what I was getting into. I made the my flights, you know, so that I was it was exactly on time. Like I would get there the night before, and then I would, you know, have the gala the next day, and then I would fly out the next morning. And I went to the gala, and um, they had an afterward where we were able to do a meet and greet with the authors and get your book signed. And so I stayed the whole time. I talked to as many people as I could talk to. Um, I, I made myself known to these people who were in the industry. And I was one of the last people there. I helped them clean up because I was there and it kind of felt a little jerkish to just like stand there and watch other people clean while I just stood there and watched other people clean. Um, but I was able to meet uh, some of the people who head up the, the writers of the future. And as an, as an aside, I apparently look really young for my age. And um, so when I was talking to um, the director of the, of the writers of the future program, and I was telling her how great it was and how I was so grateful to have been able to come. And I just had so much fun. Um, she, she was like, um, you came here by yourself? And I was like, yeah. She's like, do you, do you have a place to stay? And I was like, yeah, I'm staying at the Doubletree. And she's like, okay, well, do you need a ride home? Are you, are you okay? And, and it wasn't until after I left that I was like, how old did she think that I was? Because at this point, I was like 27. <laughs> so normally, I think that might be the first real interaction that I had with somebody who thought I was much younger than I was. Um, but she invited me to go to uh, a uh, winner's only event the next day, which I couldn't do because I was flying out that next day. But because of that, I was then prepared for the next time when I won and got an invitation that I could go again. And this time I gave myself a buffer and I, I was able to work my way into every winner's, own, uh, winner's only event, winner and staff, I guess, winners, judges and staff. And so I was able to meet the judges. I was able to meet the winners. I was able to talk to the staff. I was able to get a lot of really great, um, not necessarily feed, Back because I didn't show them anything, but a lot of really great advice on how to move forward with my writing career if that's what I wanted to do. 
Around the same time, I came to realize that writing was not my calling. Um, and I, it was something that I wrestled with for a really long time before I decided that I needed to shift my focus away from becoming published and making a bunch of money and being the next J.K. Rowling or Brandon Sanderson or whoever. Um, that's just that's not going to happen for me. And that's totally okay. Because like I said, I'm a decent writer. I'm nothing fantastic. I don't have a extremely vivid imagination that can bring to life other worlds. I'm not very creative when it comes to my magic systems. I made one magic system that I'm really rather proud of. And I can't think of any other possible magic systems that I could do because I'm just not that creative. So I use it for everything. And to be able to make up the difference, I like threw in time and space. And so just this magic system just like gets passed around through the ether. But that's he not here or there or otherwhere. So I, I'm okay. Am I going to make a career out of it? No. Am I going to stop writing because I'm not going to make a career out of it? No. Now I did, um, I did submit a manuscript to a traditional publisher before I made this decision and it got accepted and so I am published. Will I get published again in the future? Probably not. I learned a lot of really great stuff through the process. Um, if I could go back and do it again, there are definitely things that I would do differently. If people are interested in being traditionally published, I would definitely have advice and um, words of caution. Um, not to say that you shouldn't do that, but just to prepare you for some things that might be coming your way because I really had no idea what I was getting into when I got accepted and when I got published. Now, uh, unfortunately, in today's age of so many people are writing and so many people are submitting, um, it's really difficult to get published traditionally anymore, especially if you really want to get published by some one of the really well-known publishing houses. There are a lot of independent presses who are, um, have more flexibility. I was published through an independent press. Um, they 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 do their printing. I think through Ingram Spark. It's on demand. It's really great, and and it it works for them and their business model. Um, they have a lot of really fantastic authors, um, and me, and they have uh, their their cover art is really good, but that doesn't mean that that's necessarily the way that everybody should go. Self-publishing has a lot of negative stigma attached to it in this day and age because of kind of how it grew out and into what it is now. Um, it used to be that if you were going to self-publish, you had to put down like $20,000 or something and you would get it printed and you'd get your copies and you'd sell your copies. But now because of on-demand publishing with places like, you know, Amazon or um, Barnes and Noble Press with BookBaby, I think it's BookBaby. Anyway, there are a lot of different options and so a lot of people are publishing. I have no problem with self-publishing. I think if you have the confidence and the know-how to go for it, you should go for it. Um, I'm not super confident in, or, well, I didn't used to be confident enough in my writing to feel like I could publish myself to be able to 
make a career out of it. But again, now that I've decided that that's not the career direction I want to go in, I feel a lot more liberated. Will I publish anything more traditionally? Probably not, but I probably will publish stuff on my own just because I can. Now, one of the reasons why self-publishing has a, tends to get a, a bad rap is because a lot of people just publish it straight. They don't really go and get editors. If they're, if they're really serious about making a career, they do. But there are some people who just publish for fun because they want to. They, they want to write something or they wrote something and they just want to get it out there. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Is the quality going to be, you know, the same stuff that you're going to find in a bookstore? Probably not, but I mean, it could be. I've found some really interestingly written books and in, that were traditionally published by major publishers, so you never know. Um, so if you're going to go the self-publishing route, you have to decide, are you doing this as a hobby? Or are you going to be doing this as a career choice? If you're gonna do it as a career choice, you have to elevate your game. You have to do even better than the people who um, go through traditional big name publishers because they're going to be looking at your work and judging your work based on the fact that it's self-published. It's not fair, but that's the way it is. Life isn't fair. I, I personally think that if you want to write and you don't necessarily want to make a career out of it, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like I said, I probably won't publish anything traditionally again. Um, I don't know as I'm going to publish anything on my own again either, but I might. It's an option that's out there and it's available to me. However, because it's going to be more of a hobby for me than anything else, I probably won't get a, uh, an editor. Not because I think editors aren't worth the cost, because they absolutely are. The editor that I had for the books that I got pu uh, published through my publisher was absolutely invaluable. There are still mistakes in it that both he and I missed, but that's always going to happen. Um, now, I, I do have alternatives to a paid professional human editor. Um, I have a lifetime subscription to Autocrit, which is really great. I really love that. And I would suggest if you have any plans to publish anything either professionally or as a hobby that you go, that you you use Autocrit because it's really great. I've, you, I use Grammarly. I've used WordRake. Uh, I've, I've used a lot of different word processors, but the one that I really like the best is probably Autocrit. Um, now, to prepare the unprepared, whether you go into this as a career or whether it's a hobby, whether you go into this traditionally or if you go into this self-published, you have to know that people can be very mean okay they will especially on the internet where they're anonymous they're going to say things that they m might think if they meet you in person but they would never actually say to your face i've had some really awful uh comments left on my books and you know that's something that you're going to have to prepare yourself for you're going to have to be aware of the fact that not everybody is going to like what you write. Even Brandon Sanderson, who is probably the top fantasy author right now, um, at least uh, popularity-wise, has one-star reviews on his books. My, my favorite book um, 
is Elantris, and it has some of the most scathing one-star reviews I have ever read. So when I was feeling really down about myself and, the, and my books and, and the reviews that I was getting, I went and read a bunch of one-star reviews for Brandon Sanderson's Elantris because that made me feel better because even Brandon Sanderson has haters. You can't base your self-esteem, though, on whether or not people like your stuff. You can't base your future as a writer on whether or not your books are received with accolades. Because there's all, your books are subjective. There's always going to be people who love what you've written, and there's always going to be people who hate what you've written. So don't allow that to sway you one way or the other. And don't let it go to your head if all of the reviews that you're getting are positive either. You need to be level-headed. You need to be aware that, that, that humanity is fickle and their opinions can change on a dime. So some words of encouragement. It's okay to start off as a bad writer. I started off as a really bad writer, like really bad. I, had, I, uh, I, started, I, I started both fan fiction and regular fiction simultaneously. And um, the things that I learned from fan fiction were really helpful. Um, but I also found that that doesn't translate well to regular fiction and I had to learn that the hard way and you know I wrote some stuff that's just really bad it's badly written it has bad characters it has bad grammar it has bad dialogue but the point is not to get hung up on the past the things that you did that you might be embarrassed about now it's to continually get better and to that end um, when I was 19 going on 20, I wrote a book called Guardian Angel, and it was about a girl who accidentally stumbles her way into becoming a hero for the city that she lives in, um, and she ends up getting tangled up with um, her arch enemy, and he, he, he's, he sets fires all over the city, and he works for this underground organization. It's, it's a fun story. It's terribly written. It is so, so bad. Um, when I was 29 going on 30, I rewrote it top to bottom. I, I hadn't even looked at this book for at least five years, and so I rewrote it completely. And I'm planning to, and it's still not, you know, it's still not great. It, it has its flaws. But looking at the second one versus the first one, I can see how much better of a writer I've become. And now, you know, five years later, looking back on that second one that I rewrote, I can already see the problems with it, which means that I've become an even better writer in the interim. So something that I plan to do, if not immediately, then within the near future, is publish both versions of this book, being very well aware of the fact that they're both not great, especially the first one, which is totally hot garbage. But if if my advancement in any way can help other people look at where they are or where they were as writers who want to continue to get better, whether for professional, because they want to, be, whether because they want to become professional authors or because they just want to do it as a hobby, then I'm more than willing to put myself out there in that way. I've had a lot of scathing reviews for my fan fiction. I think I can take it, especially since, like I said, I know the worth of these books and they're pretty worthless. 
So if you want to read those when they come out, more power to you. I think that it it'd be encouraging, if nothing else, to show that you can start off one way and end up another way. That being said, I also, you know, I have the books that I published traditionally. And it's only been a year since I published them, but I started writing them in 2013 and I finished in 2015. And um, I really didn't do much to improve them in the five years between finishing them and publishing them. So there are a lot of mistakes. There are a lot of things, like I said before, that I would do differently knowing now, knowing what I do now. Um, but I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly improving. And that's the most important thing that you can get as, as a writer is it's not praise. It's not being told that you're the next anything. Just know that it's okay to be bad as long as you're working to be better. And don't let anybody else tell you that you can't because you can may not be the end, you know, where, where you start is never where you're going to end unless you decide that you're going to quit. So don't quit. Just keep learning, keep improving, and keep writing. <laughs>